Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Cast Haven. You can find out more at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. Welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always is Nathan Gully. And Nate, how's it going, man? I mean, it was pretty good last week when I was in Hawaii. <laughs> now I'm back in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's vacation, right? Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny, like, all the flights back are, like, overnight, and it just, like, ruins, like, how you were so, I was so mellow, and then I was, like, couldn't sleep in my airplane seat for, like, nine hours. Mm. It was terrible. <laughs> But yeah, it does sound I'm, pretty I'm, bad. I'm excited to get back into the swing of things. Uh, we get into fall where magic events really sort of ramp up, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is high magic season. Yeah, right. Um, I did want to start. I just wanted to uh, sort of acknowledge a lot of the good feedback we got on our last episode. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think both you and I agree that we appreciated that most people were pretty fair to what we had to say. Some people agree with us. If they didn't, we you know we didn't get any like super hate mail or anything yeah i think uh you know minus the people that that were still upset about me trying to unbend necropotence <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny like i i i uh there was an event in atlanta they did legacy unleashed and uh they didn't unban necro i wonder if they will do it next time um because i'm gonna ask them to <laughs> yeah but i i do think that like it's interesting that you know, we did this thing where, like, what's with the philosophy and of the ban list, right, for Legacy? Mm-hmm. And I don't think we got a real answer. Like, we never really got to our own answer. We sort of like, well, here's what we think it might be or could be. And I feel like that the longer that goes on, it's just the more that it sort of permeates the discussion about the format, you know? Yeah. There's a there's a post on Reddit right now, like, someone put up today, uh, one of the writers that just was like, more thoughts on bannings and people are just like I was exhausted talking about bannings and I'm almost like yeah I'm with I'm with you I'm sort of exhausted right yeah, of course <laughs> you know? I mean that is sort of uh, you know one of the one of the things about magic is, is it does cycle around like how do you fix a format and normally the answer is by removing cards or adding cards normally removing uh, cards from that format to make it more fair um, and you know that's that's just uh, you know, it's like talking about getting mana screwed when you when you lose a a, a right. match. You know, like it just it'll always come back around to to bannings. I I feel like I don't think we're going to talk about it immediately, but you know, there were changes in vintage, and once again, like vintage got like a clear explanation of what they want yeah. <laughs> from the format, and I was almost I'm like jealous. You yeah, know? of course. I mean, a being bit. being a vintage player, I was I'm. I'll go over my thoughts uh, as we get into that, but I'm I'm happy to see that there's a there's a very clear idea of what's going on in my format. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think uh, I think you know we just wanted to acknowledge that we got a lot of good feedback. I really enjoyed the uh, you know back and forth. I had with yeah. some people just discussing it, and then I went to Hawaii, and so if I dropped off in our middle of our conversation, that's why. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously, thank you guys. That's uh, it was it was awesome to to get that feedback, uh, and especially 
you know, we went back and forth a few times with some with some people, and it was nice to have a legitimate discussion, uh, you know, via the internet with uh, without you know anybody uh, taking offense to Going to just like you know everything. It was nice. It was it was nice to have a real discussion. So what do we have next coming up? Uh, um, what's next for you? Well, uh, I'm going Hascon? to Hascon this, this weekend. Uh, so tomorrow afternoon at 4 p.m. I'm getting on getting on the uh, car ride to uh, Providence, Rhode Island. I, I think it's pretty much the first time I've ever stopped in Rhode Island. Uh, I've never really been otherwise. That's funny. I always forget that Hasbro is actually in Rhode Island. Like I used to be a toy industry journalist. And that's right. They're in Rhode Island, not actual Boston. <laughs> um, so yeah, Providence so, is a cool town. I've I've actually played Legacy there, uh, or maybe it was outside Providence. Yeah, I mean, what did you play at the Dunkin' Dome? No, is that where the, <laughs> is that where Hascon is? Yeah, that's there at the Dunkin' Donuts thing. I don't know what what it is. That's the, home with the home with the Providence Bruins. Oh man, is that a is that a hockey been, team or? It's the uh, minor league team for the. For the uh, Boston Bruins, it's the okay. arch rival it, for my hometown, Rochester Americans. Oh man, that literally, <laughs> not really. Uh, Actually, I don't literally, think they are. A, a, and that's like they're they're a periphery to the uh, Philadelphia Phantoms somehow, I suppose. Yes, that's actually right. Yes, <laughs> the Phantoms, the Amerks, and the P Bruins are all in the same league. All right. So that's going to be at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, and you are going to get a chance to to look at iconic masters yeah i'm i'm vip i get i i got in on a uh on a uh press badge so i'm going to be covering the event uh there'll be some uh some video stuff that that we'll put up in in the patreon as well or the pay, pay yeah patreon or as patreon. well yeah. uh for our patrons so if you if you aren't and you do want to check that stuff out uh you know you can always become one uh that'll help me subsidize this uh this trip, which would be nice, uh, but we ha- what's going to be happening there? The two big things that I'm going to be looking at are the uh, um, Magic Arena, which is the mm-hmm. new uh, iOS uh, platform that's coming out, um, and I'm pretty, um, I don't know, I- I'm pretty excited to to check out what this is because I think that while this is replacing duels, I think it might be slightly different than duels, and I think we'll actually care about this, Nate. Well, it's interesting. I think you were saying we're seeing in the pre-show chat that you were saying it's going to be something like Hearthstone. I think that's that's my guess. I mean, I, I've literally got no information on this other than it's called Arena and it's replacing duels uh, in the support sense. But like, why would you just keep making duels over and over again? I had been asking this every time we see duels, <laughs> but they're really pushing it this time as like a new thing. So I don't know. I'm going to get to have an interview with. Um, with some people, and uh, you know, we'll put that up there too, and uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what it's about. I'm gonna get a a personal uh, like private showing of it uh, early in the day on Friday, so I'm I'm pretty excited. You should tell them to make Necro a playable card. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Well, that's cool. What what else are you gonna be looking at? Um, so yeah, I'm also gonna do a uh, pre-release of Iconic Masters. So. I'm pretty excited about that too because you know, like, who knows? Who knows what's in the Iconic Masters? It's like the first blind pre-release in, in like twenty years. Well, it's funny because, like, you know, I don't know. They're, they're gonna sell the packs, right? So they gotta put something in there that people want. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, though, what's iconic that isn't on the reserved list and hasn't recently been reprinted? You know. Well, let's see. We should import. We should import. Right? Is that iconic? I feel like every time someone 
taps one of my lands with it. I feel like it's an iconic moment in magic history for me. It brings me all the way back to Mercadia Masks for sure. I had I did that standard throwback when it was Urza Masks block, and I got some Rashad and Port deck where my like first play was Planes Go, then it was Report Go, yeah, and then they just like they just had an academy, and it's like well, okay, <laughs> what what. <laughs> they just played another academy to stop to replace the academy I had tapped down, and then yeah. um, well, I lost. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, well I saw some you. interesting. I saw some interesting. Uh, some interesting suggestions. I saw like show and tell. Like I know it just got reprinted, but maybe it'll get reprinted with the with the fun art again. Yeah, that would be worth. I like buying. that art. It's it. That's iconic to me. You know, like you know what else is iconic uh, in Magic? I feel like. You know, sure, Shiv and Dragon or something like that. That's iconic, right? But what you about can buy like, that for like three bucks? Yeah, like exactly. a pack of that with Shiv and Dragon. You know, what about like I don't know what what's on the reserve list that that uh, we wouldn't see? What's not on the reserve list? Like, is Sword of the Ages a card that could be reprinted? Sword of the Ages is on the reserve list. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, I think it just got bought. It's probably got like a three hundred dollar card now. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Was like. Wrong. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's just like, you know, what, uh, Mana Drain is a card that's not on the list, right? And that, you know, this would be a good opportunity for Mana Drain. Right. The price on Mana Drain is (laughs) $186.96. Right after I bought one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, did they buy out Mana Drain, too? Do I have, like, an actually expensive magic card now? I bought out Gaia's Cradle. Suddenly that, I can't believe Sensei's Top has been banned. Panic Buy that I made. Looks like genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, it must have been, is it? Because what well, you got yours for like seventy-five bucks and change, right? Yeah, yeah. Like whatever you had Italian. between your in your yeah. car car cushions. It was like oh wait, is yours Italian? Am I Italian? Oh, that might be why you got a discount on it. Well, it was like slightly less. It was I think it was like going for a hundred when when they uh, hundred ten or something, and then you know between my winnings and what I paid to get into the tournament. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good one. Um, hmm. No, I can't really think of anything that. I mean, they put all the iconic cards on the reserve list, like the jerks they were in 1996. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Ball Lightning feels iconic to me. Obviously, not that big a deal if they reprint that, but uh, that'd be probably be terrible in a limited format. But I wonder what the selling point is on this, though. Like, if it's not old border, because I don't think it's old border, and you know, those there's not there's no new cards in it. I mean, I guess Iconic can go up and they could put, like, go up to today and they could put, like, uh, Jace in it or something. Yeah, Jace could be a card. Uh, you know, uh, it's like, it's weird thinking about it, right? Because, like, you have to think about cards that um, people would actually want, you know? Yeah. And then cards that, uh, you know, would make sense being in this set. Uh, so that's two things you're cross-referencing with cards that, you know, like, won't be terrible to put into a limited format. Because it's basically just, like, here's a limited format for people to check out. Hopefully you'll be into it. Like, it's probably as close to Vintage Masters as you're going to get in, like, weird level. Well, Vintage Masters was all old-bordered cards. I mean, it was virtual. Yeah, yeah. But it was all old bordered cards. Oops, sorry, it's got a re- restart your device thing. It's going to hit remind me later on this. Sorry. <laughs> um, for everyone who might have heard that. Um, so, like, that's why, like, Psychotog was in Vintage Masters. Yeah. Because, like, it's like, oh, what's good? And also, like, 
you know, was old border. So, I mean, that would be, that's the thing they could do, right? Yeah. Cabal therapy could be in this, this set and, uh, dragon storm. Like you could have dragon storm, Shiv and dragon boat. Um, what's that covetous dragon. Yeah. They could do like, they could try and like create like a wildfire deck, right? Like, yeah. Like what are the iconic decks from, from magic's past, right? Like think about, Urnum Geddon or like Necro, right? Or uh Well you, you know, could print everything in Urnum Geddon, right? Stasis. Stasis. Yeah, I mean that's there there you go, right? Well oh, didn't they, they just they just have they have new art for it because it was just released as a net magic promo. Oh so, man, like, what about all those cards that they re released as magic promos? I wonder if they yeah, did I that wonder if because that's part they're of that, in yeah. uh, uh iconic masters, right? Like yeah, can we that's commission seems, this art. Yeah, what about like let's see, what are the what were those cards? Uh, I actually uh, don't know. I remember Stasis because people like the art. <laughs> um, um, and actually, thinks maybe some of them were reserved list cards too. So maybe that's just wrong. I can't find it now. There's too many Ixalan spoilers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> which we're not talking about today because I've, I've literally not seen an item to talk about yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, I'm just clicking. I'm clicking random on magic cards that info and i'm getting a bunch of iconic cards i got a wall of ice remember that oh, thing man what well, green is it a green card it's a green wall yeah uh well that's a rakdos clue stone that's nothing now i'm into like necro disciple that's an old bordered card i don't know we could see i would be interesting I, like text me what's in your pool we'll yeah. do that we'll do live uh we'll do live updates yeah i will uh i will i will send you photos and then you can put them on the internet yeah, great. Um, I guess Swords to Plowshares is a card we'll probably see in in Iconic Masters, right? Like it was just in Eternal Masters. Yeah, well, and, why not? And, and, it's it's pretty iconic, I think. Disenchant, pretty iconic. Well, I, I think maybe some of these things, like they're like the art is iconic, right? Like if you if you were like, here's a new printing of the original Swords to Plowshares art with black border, you know, it's gonna be a black border printing of the original STP art, you know. Yeah. That I might be interested in just having, you know. Um, there is only, let's see how many printings of that in black border exist. There's beta. That one is $250 <laughs> and there's an F and M promo. It's $103. So, and that's a foil. So, you know, why not put swords plowshares, original art, you know, shell out some cash to Jeff Menges. Yeah. You know, it would give us something cool. It's going to say exile, but that's okay. Um, mana crypt maybe. I mean, it's just like all cards. Like we could name all the cards that were just in Eternal Masters, right? Like it's just like oh. Mana Crypt is a Kaladesh invention. Did we know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. Who knew? Uh, I ooh. literally had no idea. So, oh man, I just don't know. Uh, you know, uh, we could go on for for days trying to figure out what could possibly yeah, we should, be in this set. Oh, right? days. How about that? Days. <laughs> no. Yes. Literally. No, uh, yeah, we should we should move on. So that's cool. That's next week, right? This coming weekend. Yep. And the following weekend is the Eternal Extravaganza the in Eternal Philadelphia. Extravaganza. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, even though it's good and bad news. I unfortunately will not be able to make the uh, legacy part of the of the tournament because I'll be at my bachelor party, which I would have invited Nate to had I known he was going to be on the on this side of the Mississippi River. Um, but yeah. it turns out he's going to be, but he's going to be playing in the tournament. So we didn't really yeah, sync up ironic. real well on that. Yeah. So 
yeah, but what happened was I was like, I'm going to go to this. It's my last big magic event I can go to. I got a work thing in Chicago. I'm halfway there. So I text Zach and said, hey, I'm going to be at Charles Travaganza. He says, great, I'll definitely go. So I book my flight to, from Chicago to Philadelphia. I get a hotel room. I sign up for the tournament. So now I'm like committed money. And you get, I get a text from you. It's like, oh, I can't go to Legacy because it's the same day as my bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. I blame, I like, oh, I blame so Paul I can't Cox go to your for bachelor that. Party. Huh? I blame Paul Cox for that. Yeah, right. He really uh, dropped the ball. But you come, you'll come for Vintage, right? And I'll be I there am, for I will, I will be down with the uh, LIC crew for, uh, for Vintage. Uh, I'll be on Steel City Vault. Uh, I think, uh, I think what you're going to play, uh, you're going to play vintage Nate. Well, it's 15 proxy and I'll have a legacy deck with me, so I should right. be able to, yeah, uh, I think play. You can, do you, do you want me to bring some proxies for you? I, I have a lot of very nice proxies that I could l- lend you for the, for the day. I got to look at their proxy rules. We'll see. I yeah. might do it. I might, I might consider, we'll see how, we'll see how I feel on Saturday. Okay. If I, if I ever want to see a magic card again. Which sometimes doesn't always work out. Yeah. <laughs> After a big tournament, I don't want to look at a magic card for a while. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be playing uh, in Legacy Portion, and I'm going to be playing, most likely, Esper Delver. Have you seen this deck? Esper Delver. Yeah. So okay. I, this deck started picking up some steam uh, online because it basically, it's a Esper Delver deck, and it has Lingering Souls, and you know how I feel about Lingering Souls. I will literally play any deck that is playing Lingering Souls success at least once. So it's Delver, Deathrite, Gurmag. It's got Thought Scour, which synergizes with Gurmag and Lingering Souls, and then just all the rest of the Delver cards. It has six removal spells. It's got three swords and three fatal push, which is another thing I like about it. Um, but I've been playing it, and I've been doing well. I think I went like three and one at the first weekly, then I went to the, then I went to Hawaii. Then I... We actually have a new weekly that's trying to fire here. So I went to their first night right after I came back on four hours of sleep. And I went 3-0. and <laughs> And then uh, I went again last night and went 3-1. So I'm doing pretty well with it. So I'm not going to not play it. I think you sense. should not sleep the night before the uh, Legacy event for EE, man. Yeah. I've got <laughs> the equivalent of like a top eight at that event, right? I'm 6-1 six, mm-hmm. six in the past uh, two days here. Mm-hmm. But the deck, is, the deck is fun. Like... I, I love a lingering souls. Um, you know, it's not how I would prefer to play Delver decks necessarily. Cause it's got 19 lands, but one of the interesting things about it is because you have lingering souls is like a major threat. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually flip Delver to it. Yeah. So it actually has 30 spells that flip Delver. And is I've mentioned several times, I've talked about like bug Delver or even Grixis, like, you know, you're going like 28, 26 cards to flip it. And that's super irritating. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because, <laughs> like, even a Rug Delver, Rug Delver has 30 spells that flip, right? Because mm-hmm. it's got 12 creatures and 18 lands. This has 11 creatures and 19 lands, and everything else flips. So, like, you know, this is the closest you're going to get to that Rug Delver, but it's not as tempo-y. It's a little bit more grindy with yeah. um, with the Lingering Souls uh, package. But you can you can still close out things pretty quick. Um with Deathrite or Gurmag Angler if the board's clear, but um, I uh, I don't know. I've, I've I've beaten decks of various like tiers with it. You know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I beat Checkpile a couple times. I beat um, uh, Alurin, um Maverick, which just made me feel bad. Like <laughs> you're not you know supposed to be able to beat that deck. It's more like you know. 
So I beat him in game one, which, you know, just because I, like, drew all my removal and mm-hmm. he didn't draw anything. Then in game two, he had double knight and a Jite, and he, like, naturally drew a wasteland. So I had, like, no lands, and I'm, like, getting killed by six sixes, and I'm like, you know what? This is how this is supposed to go. Like, I don't have true name nemesis in my deck, so I'm actually going to lose to these two six sixes, which feels right. Mm-hmm. And then in game three, I just was on the play with a Delver deck and, yeah. you know, knew what I was doing. <laughs> so it was yeah, like sort of unfair. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, you know, like it feels good to actually like, you know, see that this that is still a plan if the person the person's not playing true name. But in game three, like he had like a three three night and I played a Gurmag Angler. I, I like fatal pushed a mom that was summoning sick and then played a Gurmag Angler. <laughs> and his like knight and I like, shrunk his knight with my death right and I'm like uh I feel so miserable to do that like he paid three mana and like put a bunch of lands in his graveyard to make this thing a five, uh, three three or four four and then I just like paid one and just throw this stuff on my graveyard like a donkey and have a five five <laughs> to swallow it <laughs> yeah so let's see what else happened um I beat uh, like a Jeskai twin stone blade deck that was that was close. I mean, it's hard to beat a batter skull with a Delver deck, but yeah. I managed to do it um through a little bit of luck and a lot of wastelands. <laughs> that that's um, how it's done. Yep. Um and I okay, I played against Miracles. And so we have a good uh, player locally who plays Miracles and, you know, I played him on Monday night. It's Wednesday when we're recording this. So Monday night I go playing. This was like the last round. And I beat him 2-0. I, in game one, sort of like had Lingering Souls going and had like a nice machine of able to like keep the pressure on while he was sort of cantripping. And I forced like two mentors and I dazed a mentor. <laughs> like he had a heavy mentor draw. I just was able to stop. And then in game two, I had an Aethersworn Cannonist that I had brought in because he had Snapcaster and he like tries to like portent and predict and stuff in a turn yeah and there like i had this one window where like i had a lingering souls he terminus on his turn i know he didn't terminus i forget what he did maybe just uh countered it because i had the canonist yeah i was like okay so go to my turn and he's like in your upkeep i'm gonna surgical lingering souls which is not a bad play so he surgicals lingering souls you know i don't have one in my hand or anything takes the three out of my deck shuffles my deck I go to my draw step. I draw Gideon, ally of Zendikar. What? And like, uh, I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm just gonna slam this and then the game yeah, much over. So but impossible like, like, for him to deal with Gideon. It's so hard for me to, to beat it, and like, he couldn't even counter it because he had played a non-artifact spell that turn. Yep. But then I have like this thing. Like, I'm able to like play a spell every turn and make a two-two. And as long as I don't just like stroll Gideon into a source of plowshares, like. It was it closed out pretty fast. Yeah. So then we played again last night, and this time, oh, actually, I should say, funny, funny thing that happened in the Miracles match. He, uh, I did something. He forced pitching days, and I was like, "You have days?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I got days in this deck." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Then, like in the next game, I like played right into days, and he dazed myself. <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh, that was really stupid. Like, I had this land in my hand, but instead I just fired that thing into your days. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got to taste my own medicine there. Um, but this time, so he actually cut the days, <laughs> which he didn't tell me it's the last game, but I asked. He cut, some, he cut some out of it, and he put in 
three counterbalance and two soothsaying soothsaying <laughs> so and you know what i had seen something that morning and i was going to text it to him like hey you should check out the soothsaying deck i just you know got busy with work and didn't get a chance to uh do it um like the soothsaying builds you're doing pretty well every yesterday in our game you had all this mana available and like your hand was just empty because i would just counter the one thing you played a turn <laughs> once you like were flooding out and yeah, so that actually really destroyed me. <laughs> he got it online in both games. Um, and like he soothsanged for seven at one point. Like <laughs> he just set up like he must have, I think he said he set up like Terminus into Snapcaster into Mentor. <laughs> but I had scooped after the Terminus Terminus because I think yeah. he was like, oh, no, it was Terminus into back to basics. So he Terminus is me. Oh, and then, get out. Yeah. And I have like all my land chats and he's just back to basics me. But like it's interesting, like so Susang's not good on turn one, but it is good it's not bad later in the game, and counterbalance is still really hard. Like blind flip can counter a lot of stuff. Yep. Um so I would not sleep on counterbalance coming back with the Susang build. I think that now that the sort of initial shock of losing top is worn off, these players have sort of realized what the deck is going to do yeah, the now. the deck's capable of things. It just might be a new sideboard plan. Well, I don't know. I, I this is gonna, I'm just going to say, like, you could have just banned Counterbalance. Now this is going to just make yep. everything cool. Like, if this if this takes off, like, and then we're going to have, like, these counter, like, the soothsaying where you got to, like, decide how much you're going to soothsaying for, you know? And, like, re... re you know, re uh, restack all the top of your deck, and there's counterbalance triggers, which, which makes everyone miserable. Like, could have just banned counterbalance, <laughs> we'd have the same effect. So, yeah, I mean, it's not personal. Like, this player is very nice, a very nice guy, and a good player. And I, and I have, you know, this is not personal. This, this gripe is not personal. I'm just sort of like, yeah, that's that's going to be a thing. Like, people are going to pick this up because I just think it's good. And I thought the deck was good before, but just really hard to play. And Susang makes it a lot easier to play. Yeah, if you can just lock out your opponent, it's fine. Well, and you get the they can float miracles again. You get the yep. card selection, and like, what are you gonna do? Like, I, sure, you're not doing it on turn one, but they know how to use. Oh, also, they have predict now as like a three to four of, so they know how good predict is, and yeah. that's you know they can you can Susang for one and then cast predict if you don't like the card. Yep. <laughs> Which he did. And he's like, I'm just gonna look at the top card. All right, predict it away. Like, all right. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's going to be good again. I think that's going to be the way the deck goes. I mean, I just think that if, the, if there was any, like if, in the, if just comparing it to our, the match we had the previous night where he didn't have access to counterbalance, I was just able to do whatever I wanted, you know? Yeah. I mean, in the second game, like he seriously, like terminus into, I try to flashback lingering souls and he soothsayings for three and then has a council's judgment. And I look down at my hand, and I have a Gurmag Angler, and I've lost my Lingering Souls to Exile, and that thing's gonna get eat, eat a counter. It's gonna eat a Council's Judgment. So I just scooped. Like I can't win. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. I can't beat that. I can't dig for more Gurmag Anglers because he can just float ones, you know, for my cantrip. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see if that comes back. But I think it's it's the the Esper Delver deck is good enough to play in this Eternal Extravaganza event. I'm looking forward to trying it out. Cool. I won't be playing in the uh, the event, but if I were, I would be playing Infect because I've been doing really well with it, and last week I won a, a, a weekly with it, so I would still be on Infect. Well, it's interesting. What did you... 
uh, some people people seem to be going both ways on whether or not Infect is good. What what do you think is how you had success? Uh, like, have well, good I mean, it's like the black decks. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, one so the decks that I played this week, I played like uh, you know, the red prison like Blood Moon deck in mm-hmm. round one. I beat that. That was not that tough. I just had to get under the Blood Moon, and then after that, it was kind of just like. Hey, you don't have any real removal. Uh, I'm gonna invigorate my guy, <laughs> and yeah. I guess I'll berserk him, and you're dead. Um, so that was uh, game one. Game three, ma- uh, match two was against uh, Sam, and Sam ha- was on. Ooh, what was he doing that this week? He was doing like a Grixis control kind of build. Hmm. Hasn't gotten his foil suit things in yet. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, not yet. Um, but yeah, so that's was, good. That's a that's kind of matchup I would say people think would be troubling. Yeah, it was it was tough. He he ended up getting me, and that was after like he mulled to five, but he ha- he happened to mull really well, and uh, he got me in the second game, and in the third game, uh, it it came down to you know what we could do, and he eventually just had. Uh, Jite out, and I, uh, you know, a glutton for punishment as always. I had a turn one Pithing Needle, but he had a turn one Deathrite Shaman, so I was like, ah, Deathrite Shaman with Pithing <laughs> Needle, and, and it punished me. And I should have known, you know, uh, to just name the thing that makes you lose and then play play from there. Because, like, well, I don't care he if he ramps. Thing. No, I did. He, he had hit, played it last round, last uh-uh. game. So oh, I, I, I knew it was there. I was just like, ah, what are the chances he gets that out again, you know? Well, Pretty freaking high is the answer because it always happens. Well, he mulled to me. it. He mulled yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh. Yeah. That was that was game. Uh. T- uh. Match two and then match three. Uh. Was so fast. I can't remember what the heck I played against. Uh. It was he was a new guy at the store and I I, I was, I was pretty tired honestly. Yeah. It's been a long day at work, and uh, I. It might have been a five-minute round. It was It was one of those situations where I knew he didn't have any way to interact with me, and I was just like, okay, well, you died. Untap. Okay, I'll shuffle my deck up again, and oh, you died again. Um, <laughs> and they were both like, it was like a turn two and a turn three kill. We had a player last night playing uh, Rifter. You ever seen that deck? Rifter? This is with Lightning Rift and all the cycling lands. No. And she had this Rifter deck... And it was like <laughs> to play Rift, Lightning Rift, and Eternal Dragon, and like she was playing against players like had no idea what was going on. It was pretty <laughs> funny. I mean, they were on stupid Grixis piles that won the game anyway. But like, yeah. yeah. But uh, that was a cool. That was a cool blast from the past. So, so yeah. Um, so yeah. In fact, I mean, I, it's interesting. I, I, I don't want to say I wouldn't play it. Like. I like Berserk a lot. Yeah, Berserk is <laughs> such a dumb magic card. You know what it is? Is is right now, um, the deck is better than uh, Rug Delver as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. it, it's a deck that like asks your opponent to deal with with your deck, you know, as opposed to Rug Delver, which is like, hey, I'm gonna try and deal with what you're doing, but right now the answers uh, in Rug are not that great. Those, you know, minus the like one underground I have. Um, those are the answers I have, uh, in, are in red and they're just not holding up right now. Yeah. 
So um, let's, I mean, I, I would be, I'd be kind of happy to play against it because I have three lingering souls and six rule spells, but um, I still think you can lose so fast. Like, you know, yeah. there were times I felt like set up against it and then the game was just over. I had no idea what was going on. I was sort of like that with show and tell, like, uh, let's play playing against show and tell the same way, right? Yeah. Sometimes they like just have it. And there's just nothing you can do. I um I played against Show and Tell the other day, and I think I won the first game. And then in game two, he was like on the play, like Ancient Tomb Go. And I'm like, so I like kind of look at the Ancient Tomb. I look at my hand. I have Thoughtseize, Spell Pierce, Delver, you know. And I'm like, I honestly cannot beat Island with Force Backup. Yeah, <laughs> and I look at his hand, I'm like how to look at his card. Like, Island Force Blue card Show and Tell horrific guy, and he just started laughing. And I'm like, all right, like this doesn't feel good, but I'm just gonna play this and say go. And uh, I played like so I played my Delta and pass. I like didn't thought seize him. Like I can't thought seize him. Like if I thought seize him and he has like two Show and Tells or something, like, yeah, I'm gonna never feel stupid. Um. But uh, he had like some like lots of soul lands, lotus petal, double sneak attack. Um, and like what happened was he like tried to jam his sneak attack through like around days, but I had spell pierce, so he oh. lost his lotus petal, and then I ripped a underground or a vul- uh, not volcanic. I ripped a wasteland off the top to kill his volcanic. Sweet, <laughs> like a total luck sack. Like it was so stupid. That's like, how you beat that deck, man. Like you just you just stop them from being able to cast their spells, and then you win. And like any red source, just like wins, the, like ends the game because he has Emrakul. Yeah, and like he never drew one. But like that's the point. Like, like that's how you play it. The same thing is true against Infect. Like they start out with turn one Glistener Elf, and it's like okay, like. I've got removal. Like if you don't have removal, you know, like maybe you've got like counter spells or hand disruption, right? Yeah. You're like, I don't know if I can beat. They've got they got they got five cards. They could have like quadruple win here, you know? Yeah. Like they could beat beat you so many times. It's just uh, so I wonder. If, I mean, there are some of these. Like I would, when I was playing elves online, like same deal. It was sort of like, yeah, like these death right piles or whatever are good and they can beat a lot of decks, but sometimes you're just like. All right, tap out for your guy. I'm just gonna just win this turn. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing is, is, is uh, the nice thing about Infect is it it plays a very unfair game uh, with a bunch of fair Magic cards, which means that you get to play fair against your unfair opponents, and you get to play unfair against your fair opponents. Yeah, I think that's it's interesting that it's a good deck for that, but it's really hard to beat a GTA. Is what it just comes down to. Yeah, oh like. uh, yeah. I mean, it's like you need you need Cross and Grip. I mean, I'm playing a main deck uh, Corruptor. Uh, but you got a you one gotta, Zenith, one Corruptor. Yeah, one Zenith, one Corruptor, and then I have uh, uh, Nature's Claim and a Grip in the board. And I'm thinking about playing the new Cycling one. I forget what that's called. Oh, what is that called? Uh, darn it! I'm gonna go. Oh, Cycling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like two. It's a two mana Cycling. Uh, you know, naturalize. So. The the thing there is like I can if my opponent like stops me from casting one drops I can still cast a you know I can still yeah. cycle that and then I can also you know it, it's it's an okay magic card I'm not positive that that's where I want to be. Dissenter's Deliverance is your answer. Yes, one in a green destroy target artifact instant just cycling 
G. Yeah. Yeah. How often do you do you ever Zenith? Have you ever had the Zenith for uh do you ever Zenith for Dryad Arbor with that deck? Uh I don't play Dryad Arbor. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've I've decided that that's not the way that this deck wants to play. If you're gonna cast Liliana against me and I can't uh stop you from casting Liliana or I can't uh you know have another guy in play. Because like you're playing like hierarch into guy most times. So like yeah. it's like, yeah, I'll get rid of my hierarch. Now you're dead. Well, like I guess like um what's it called? Uh Ink Bob Nexus is also really good against Liliana, right? Yep. Yep. I, I don't think Lily like you need a sideboard card for Liliana, honestly. Or like a main deck sideboard card, as it were, for Liliana. Because you have Ink Moth Nexus, you have, you know, mana dorks that you can sack. Uh I think, you know, you just you just uh if you get to choose, generally your opponent's probably gonna die if you have more than one creature out. So if you're not playing Legacy, how do you feel about Vault in uh Vintage? Vault. Like Steel City Vault, or I, yeah, I guess like I should call this play. I should call this Brother City Vault, right? Yeah, because I'm going to Philly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, um, I'm I'm liking the deck. I've made some changes to the to to the initial deck. Uh, the, the original deck, I I think I saw like three or four years ago. Brian Demars put up an article about Steel City Vault, and then uh, mm. I think Ari Lax put up a, a another one for. Angel City Vault. It's just whatever the name of the city that you're playing it in playing is. What, yeah, <laughs> like so. Uh, I I um you know uh, have have made some tweaks since then. I'm playing the Seat of Synod version. Um, but man, Paradoxical Outcome is such a silly, silly, silly magic card. Um, and and it allows me to sort of more consistently go off on turn two. Not as consistent. oh, you're playing you're playing Outcome. I'm playing two Outcome. Yeah, because. Um, you know, you just drop a bunch of mana, uh, rocks, you know, and I'm playing like a deck full of mana rocks and then I draw all the mana rocks back in my hand after I tap them all for mana and I replay them and draw like six cards. It's like, if I haven't won by then, like what, you know, like, uh, I I've drawn the wrong six cards and there's a lot of cards in that deck that are just like, Oh, it's a one card win condition. Do you have like a storm? plan at all in your deck i i don't uh the the, so the angel city vault deck did have a storm plan it played burning wishes and stuff Uh, Uh i i just feel like it's just so much easier to be like i'll play vault key and win and and if your opponent can deal with that that's fine then you just tinker for uh ink ink well leviathan (laughs) yeah I forgot the Inkle Leviathan's in your deck. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know what I'm looking at. I can, you know, I I can win with Sahili Rai after I've gotten the combo out. Like I can just yeah. cast Sahili Rai and then scry for twenty turns if I have to. Or get your white <laughs> steel. Yeah, I I mean um, I, at that point I can I can go to like she, if she sits on the board and is not respected, she wins. She just creates yeah. a combo. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I'm looking at some vintage deck lists now to see what I can add to my. Uh to my legacy collection to actually play. Um, if you need it, if you need to borrow a uh, mana drain, you can borrow a mana drain from me because I have one and it def- definitely doesn't really work in the deck I'm playing. You don't want to drain into jar or something. Is jar in your deck? I guess jar is definitely in my deck. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause copying jar with Sahili Rai is the second most broken thing I can do. Wow. That's funny. I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> get those. I'll get you some mirage mirrors. 
<laughs> I've got a bunch of those. I haven't found a home for you. Can yeah. Copy, uh, copy oh, jar with copy the jar. Oh, so good. I don't even know if I can locate my dig through time and my treasure cruise. I have, <laughs> I, I have uh, both of those in foil, Nate. You're more than welcome to borrow them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what to play. I think since I've got I'm bringing like an Esper legacy deck, I would probably just try and play some sort of standstill deck. So I would probably take you up on that mana drain offer. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> well. That's going to be a Turtle Travaganza. Please come out if you can. It'll be great to uh, see a nice turnout for our friend to the cast, Mike Caffrey. Yeah. Seems like only yesterday he was on here announcing it. That was only what, uh, what are we in, week? Well, this is the 50th episode, isn't it? Oh, is it? Happy really 50th sense. episode, everybody. That's um, our, was that our Diamond episode? Yeah, yeah, I think we, we get a get Diamond. Get a Jim Mott's Diamond, you can get me a Diamond Valley. Uh, I'll get you a <laughs> Diamond uh the other one. <laughs> Diamond. Is there another one? Uh, there's got to be another magic card. That's... Holy shit. Diamond Valley is 400 bucks. Whoa. Oh, that's Lion's Eye Diamond. That's yeah, they'll get you a Lion's Eye Diamond. Uh, Fire I'm... Diamond and all that cycle. Moss Diamond. I'll get you a Moss Diamond. That would be good. That, that, that's right <laughs> in my alley. Yeah. I was going to play Tap, produces, greens man produces green mana. Next turn, it makes green. That's that's silly card I would play. Yeah, yeah. I used to play them back in the day, man. I was on I was on that Tatiana Song jam. That was my that was my card. You could. Uh, I'm sure that uh, that those are iconic enough to be in the wildfire deck. I oh, can't yeah. believe Diamond Valley is 400 bucks. That's crazy. I mean, is that I'm just not... so you can sacrifice a creature? <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't even make mana. Oh. They're gonna. They could just print like like they just did with Maze of Ith in. There's like an Ixalan card that's an artifact that transforms into a Maze of Ith that taps that taps for mana too. Yeah. Like, come on. This thing buy list for eighty seven bucks. Market price is two hundred. So, whatever. Um, do we have anything else to talk about? Um, I think that's about it. I mean, uh, a quick reminder to everybody: uh, if you're looking to get content this weekend for uh, for Hascon, you can go to. Uh, patreon.com slash eternal dirtles if you sign up there i will be posting uh about hascon and about what i see uh so you'll you'll be able to get in on on all that information uh and uh if you uh hit me up at uh at dirtle magus uh you can you can you know mention me or whatever and i'll make sure that you're you're getting content as the weekend's going on because i'll have access to the internet and stuff uh so uh you know uh it basically goes towards anything you put goes towards helping me and Nate uh, produce the cast, but also will help me subsidize the cost of the, of this trip and uh, the Airbnb to like stay and stuff like that. So, you know, any, any help is obviously appreciated. And yeah, if you uh, come up and say hi to us at eternal extravaganza, that'd be also great. If you're so inclined, you know, we're yeah. pretty friendly and uh, be great to get some one last big competitive event. And unfortunately, like I can't make it to champs and I uh, can't make it to last star city, but I'm going to just hibernate for the winter and then reemerge. And we have team events and stuff next year. So yeah, once I get, that. once I get married, I can play all the magic I want. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah. Thanks Zach. Happy 50th Nate. <laughs> you too. All right. <laughs> Stop, 
ready to get those wonderful toys.